are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. How do you measure faith? Do you measure it in quarts? Do you measure it in pounds? <laughs> do you have a ton of faith? Or do you have a bushel of faith? How can you measure faith? The only way that you can measure faith is to find out how much of the Word that an individual has in them. Now here's my reasoning and here's the Scripture for it. Paul says concerning the Word of God and faith in God, he says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Romans ten seventeen. So God's Word is filled with faith. Now, if there wasn't any faith in this Word, you couldn't get any faith by hearing it. But because the Word is filled with faith, then we get faith or gain faith when we confess and speak the Word of God. It gets inside you. So then to measure the amount of faith that's in an individual, you'd have to know how much Word is in that individual. That's the only way you could measure the faith. You can't see faith. You can't measure faith any other way. Now, let me show you what I'm talking about. You take an individual that says, Well, yes, I believe that God will save you. If you'll just repent, confess your sins, He'll save you, forgive you sins. But the same fellow may say, But God won't heal anymore because healing went out with the apostles. Well, now, what do you have here? You've got a born-again man here that's living for God. He's on his way to heaven. He believes in salvation, but he doesn't believe in divine healing. He may not believe in prosperity. He may not believe that God will bless you financially in any manner. Well, what's the problem? The problem is that he has no word in him concerning healing. He doesn't know the healing scriptures. He has not meditated on them. He has not given any time to the scripture concerning healing and meditation to it and prayer concerning that matter. He just simply believed what somebody told him and somebody told him a lie and said that healing went out with the apostles and God doesn't heal anymore. So therefore, miracles are not for today. So here's a man that has faith. He has great faith in the gospel to get people saved. And he can preach and get them saved. Thank God for that. But then right on the other hand, he has no word in him concerning healing, has no word in him concerning financial matters, and he'll just tell you point blank that God doesn't want you to have anything because he wants you to be poor like Jesus was. But yet, you see, Jesus was made poor that ye through his poverty might be made rich. He suffered the curse for you that you wouldn't have to suffer. Now here's the point I'm driving at. The individual that is that way, you would measure his faith by the word that was in him. He has great word in him, lots of word concerning salvation. He can probably quote all of the scriptures concerning salvation. So he's got great faith in that. Over here in healing, over here in maybe the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he may not have any word in him. So when he says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, he is talking about the Word of God. God has given all of us the Word of God. That is the measure of faith. This is all the faith there is, is in the Word of God. They're just not anymore. And He's given it to us. Now, it doesn't mean that everybody's received it. 
That doesn't mean that every person that's born again has received it because they've only received parts of it. So to measure faith, you'd have to measure the amount of word that is in an individual concerning the individual promises. You have people that believe God for healing and can't believe God at all for finances. The reason is they don't have the knowledge. They haven't studied the word concerning finances. They don't know that it's God's will. They don't even know that Paul spent two whole chapters in 2 Corinthians talking about nothing in the world but money. Money. That's all he was talking about. And some of them will get mad at you if you talk about money in church. But Paul thought it was so important, he told them, you make up, take up the offering before I come. <laughs> and he spent two whole chapters there, the 8th and ninth chapter of 2 Corinthians, talking about money. Now this is what it means when we say that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. This is the measure of faith. It's in the Word of God, and He gave it to all men, but not all men have received it. Now that's why it takes faith to operate in the Word of God. Now, an individual is, does not spend any time in the Word, does not spend any time meditating the Word of God, you're going to end up in strife, you're going to open the door to the devil, and the devil's going to have a heyday in your house and in your family. The quicker you are to forgive, the quicker you are to repent when you do wrong, the easier it is for you to get healed and to operate in the things of God. I remember... Brother Hagen telling a story, and it made such an impression on me, I've never forgotten it. He said that he was holding a camp meeting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and there was a lady that came from another state. She came, and she had made the decision. She was going to get her healing in that camp meeting. She said, now I'm going to go, and I'm going to sit under the Word, be taught faith, till Friday. Now on Friday, she says, I'm going to go in the healing line and be prayed for, and I'm going to receive my healing. So this woman was there through the week till about Thursday. And on Thursday, I believe it was, Brother Hagin taught on forgiveness. How that you must not be in strife with people. You've got to forgive people. If you don't forgive people, your Heavenly Father won't forgive you. And then, of course, your heart would condemn you. And then your faith wouldn't work. So now, she's sitting there listening to this, and the enlightenment came from the Word of God. The entrance of the Word brought light to her. She saw it. She saw where her problem was, because, see, she had been for about 20 years. She hadn't even spoken to her brother. They'd had a falling out 20 years before, and she'd never spoken to him since then. Well, at lunchtime, she said, I know what I'll do. She said, I'll just go across the street. She went to a public telephone, and she called her brother. She said, now, it's all my fault. She said, I shouldn't have acted that way. And he said, no, it wasn't all your fault. said, I shouldn't have acted the way I did. So they got it all made up over the phone and forgave each other. And she said, now, she said, I'll go tomorrow night and get in the healing line, get in the healing. But before the Friday night service ever took place, she was totally healed. Nobody had prayed for her. She forgave her brother. She got out of strife. And then her faith would work. And the Word of God was in her. The faith was already there. But it wouldn't work because her heart condemned her. You see, she had a spiritual heart attack because her heart condemned her of that strife. So it's important that we learn to operate in the principle of the Word. Now let's move on over into the 10th chapter here and let's talk about unforgiveness of thief. Because here is one of the primary areas where Satan enters in to individual lives, and it can cause more havoc in your physical body and in your finances in every way through unforgiveness. 
It's a strong message that Jesus taught about it. And I want us to turn there to Matthew, the 18th chapter. And let's listen to what Jesus is saying now concerning forgiveness. Now, before we get into that, let me just quote you again. I know you remember it, but I want to quote it anyway. Where Jesus was talking about in Mark eleven twenty four, Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. He says, therefore, whatsoever things you desire. Because of the faith principle that you can have what you say. When you pray, pray the things you desire. And then he says, when you stand praying, forgive. For if you forgive not your brother, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your trespasses. Now that's important when you pray, to forgive. Now somebody made the statement that that's probably the reason most people kneel and pray, because the Word said if you stand, you have to forgive. (laughs) You stand and pray. Well, certainly it means any position you take, you're to forgive. When you pray, you forgive people. Don't hold anything against them. Let it drop. Just let it slip. Now, listen to what Jesus says here in the 18th chapter. Let's begin with verse 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times? And Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Now, boy, that's hard to swallow, isn't it? Seventy times seven. Now, in another gospel, it says that Jesus said if he does it seven times in one day. So evidently, he's talking about in one day. There's 70 times seven in one day. That's a lot of times to forgive a fellow. Now, in the 17th chapter of Luke is the context of that teaching. When Jesus was talking about that forgiveness, forgive your brother seven times in a day if he repent and come to you, forgive him. Then that's when the apostles said unto the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. See, they recognized immediately that we're going to have to do this by faith. Now, you know why you have to do things by faith sometimes? Because you don't want to do them. And because it looks like it's impossible to do. You see, you can do things by faith you can't do any other way. So the apostle said, Lord, if we're going to forgive a man that many times in one day, we're going to have to have more faith. Now, let me show you what they're talking about and what Jesus was talking about. He said, if you have faith as a seed, then you would say to the sycamine tree. Now, the sycamine tree to them might have been unforgiveness. See, the obstacle that was hindering them could have been unforgiveness. So he said, say to unforgiveness, be plucked up, be planted in the sea. And Jesus said, it would obey you. The unforgiveness would obey you. It would be gone. But now you know what most people say? You just don't know what so-and-so did to me. I just can't forgive them. I know I ought to, but I just can't. Hey, man, you can't afford not to. Now, you know why you can't forgive them? It's because you've said that for 29 years. If you'll use your faith the way Jesus said, you take your faith and say, Thank God I can do all things through Christ, so I'm saying in the name of Jesus that I do forgive them. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, all of this week, we have CD offer number 7114, entitled, Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. That's CD offer number 7114, entitled, Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8, plus $3 postage and handling, 
a total of $11. In Mark 11, 23 and 24 is a great faith scripture. Verse 24 says, Therefore, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive. For if you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, will forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. So when you read this, you realize that unforgiveness is a thief of your faith. Now John wrote to us and said, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence in him. Whatsoever we ask of him, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. In other words, if your heart doesn't condemn you, your faith will work. But you'll have a spiritual heart attack, so to speak, if you pray knowing you're walking in known sin and have not forgiven. Not only do we have to have our sins forgiven and confess our sins to have a clear conscience before God, but we have to forgive others their trespasses. So when we talk about unforgiveness, it can be a sin until the day you die if you don't forgive. What you need to realize is that we must forgive others as Christ has forgiven us. That's offer number 7114, entitled Unforgiveness, A Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.